Hello, everybody, and welcome to Socks on Tap. I'm your boy, Buzz, and I am joined by my dude, Johnny Nani, and we're just going to rebound off of last night's game here, Johnny, and say this is this is a tale of two teams. The White Sox come out today, get a victory, a 10-5 to victory, a series win, which is just great. We needed that very badly. Um, Sox win 10-5 to here against Philadelphia. What a game. Johnny Nani's guy. Lurie Garcia starts this one off with a banger, with a grand slam, first career uh, grand slam, if I'm not mistaken, for Lurie Garcia. Johnny, how are you feeling after this win, man? I'm feeling great. I think that last part that you had said there, uh, not only is he my guy in general, but my pick to click from last night, I said, all right, I got to go back to the basics. I go with my, uh, you know, my boy, Lurie Garcia, and he comes through. In that second inning, um, that that was you know Jay let it off with a double in that second. Eloy grounded out. Um, Goins hit himself an RBI single, so that was nice. Um, Harper kind of misplayed it, so Goins got to second. Uh, the McCann walked. Uh, Yolmer singled, and uh, Lurie comes up, man, grand slam. Uh, I I I love the you know they interviewed him after the game and he was all smiles per usual. I mean, there's, I don't think there's ever a time that that guy's not smiling. Um, but they were talking about, oh, uh, you know, the Ulmer was like, oh, Lurie should be in the home run derby. You know, it's like joking around and stuff. And it's like, hey, he's actually putting up his best uh, home run numbers so far uh, in his career this year so far. I'm pretty sure he has seven now. So um, good for Lurie. I was ecstatic about that. And just for the team, five-run lead there because uh, you had Goins RBI single to uh, open up the scoring there. Opening up a five-run lead. This is what we've been craving for so long, Buzz. I don't think we saw it once during the homestand. I think they scored five runs in one game against the Twins that they won last Saturday or last Sunday. But, um, yeah, I know it was that Saturday. But other than that, it's been, you know, we said, where's the offense? Nowhere? Oh, okay. You know, I used that as the caption for the uh, episode last night. So, Buzz, I think the most exciting thing here was just seeing the basket going and uh, piling it on. Yeah, absolutely. You know what a fun thing is about this, uh, too, with Lurie Garcia before we move into the game is that he has uh, Benetti started chuckling about it on the broadcast when he uh, hit the home run. Or he was talking about it, I think, maybe on Lurie's next at-bat after the Grand Slam was that Lurie has 11 career home runs against the AL, uh, 11 career home runs against, I think, the NL. I'm pretty sure that was the stat that I saw flash on the screen. And Benetti just got a big kick out of it because, I mean, think about it. You know, Lurie's never been in the NL. No, he played with Texas before. Right. So it's just kind of funny how that works out. You know, he just it seems like he gets up more. You know, I don't. I mean, maybe yeah. that's not the case. He's always up and, you know, like you said, a very energetic guy. But it, it's just it's funny to me that, you know, 11 home runs against the uh, AL and 11 home runs against the NL. That was just a cool little statistic that they uh, they threw out there today. But the offense exploded, which was great. I mean, one swing in the bat, you know, you get four runs. You know, Goins already, like you had pointed out, had that RBI single, um, and, and we're up five nothing in the second inning. It was just, it was a great thing to see. Um, going back to last night's show with me, you and Tony Marchese, we talked about, you know, just if we can get a good outing in the first half of the season from our pitchers, where they let up like you know three, four runs, and you know something like that. That usually we're going to be coming out with a dub, and it was nice to see that translate in today. It was nice to see Lurie Goyard. Tim Anderson hits a solo shot in the ninth. Um, Eloy Jimenez gets his 18th bomb of the year. He gets a three-run shot in the eighth. I mean, it was just the scoring was there today, Johnny. The scoring was there today, and it was just nice to see that. 
hit parade buzz uh finally up over double digits and hits uh 11 on on the day for the white Sox. uh 10 runs obviously the uh multi-run home runs those help a lot uh it's great to see those i feel like it it just has been so long since we've we've had some of those i know abreu hit a two-run shot on uh Friday night, but other than that, I, I really can't put, you know, when we're scoring multiple runs on one play, uh, so th- that was good, good to see um, from our boys. Uh, uh, let's get into the pitching. We, we talked a lot about the offense. I'm sure we'll touch back on it because it's kind of rare that we get to talk about the offense, but so uh, <laughs> let, let's go to the pitching, though, because you brought up a good point um, about how we said early in, in the season when the offense was clicking a little bit better, um, a pitcher giving up three, four runs gives us a legitimate chance to win. And a lot of the times we would win those games. Um, today, that was the case, like you'd said, translated over. And uh, it was Ronaldo Lopez on the bump. He went five and a third, seven hits, uh, three earned runs, three walks, three strikeouts. So um, not as, um, I would say, good as his other starts, but still decent, still decent and not bad by any means. Uh, definitely keeping you in there, giving you a chance. Um, one thing that we had said before uh, we had jumped on this call, um, we were kind of planning this out. Uh, Lopez kind of gets in a little bit of trouble uh, in the sixth inning. You want to walk through that at all? Yeah. So he, he just, he wasn't missing the bats and I, that's just the best way to put it because throughout the, the start of the game, you said, you know, you were watching uh, where you were at and, you know, I was, I was kind of watching the first couple innings while, while I was watching the Lion King in the theaters there with, with, the, <laughs> wife and the, yeah, with the wife and the kid. Uh, thank God, Johnny, for uh, direct TV on the go. And, uh, not, and you know, I would say my teams, but we know how we feel about that. Um, but <laughs> but I was watching, and, and I noticed a lot in the first couple innings, he was really getting batters to miss. I wish I had the string, mm-hmm. uh, the the uh, swinging strikes pulled up, and I, I don't have it pulled up right now, but he was really missing the bats. He seemed to be dialed in. It was just odd. I thought he would be getting a little bit more uh, uh, strikeouts than he actually did get. He ended the game with, with three of them, mm-hmm. but uh, he, he just looked crisp. I mean, the, the heat was on his fastball. He was hitting 98 multiple times on his four-seamer. He, he looked good. His breaking ball was working a little bit for him. Um, I, Ronaldo came out and did really well. And then again, in that sixth inning, like you had mentioned before, you know, he, he did, he started getting touched up a little bit there. Um, and I, I think that we don't do this often enough on socks on tap, uh, but I do, I, I do want to give credit where credit's due to uh, Rick Renteria here, because mm-hmm. when Ronaldo did start getting touched up and there was a man on, I believe first and second there in the sixth inning, he turns to Aaron bummer and, and bummer did some real good work. Bummer did Bummer. some real good work to help get Ronaldo out of that jam that he was in. Yeah, so so Bummer comes in and induces a double play to get out of that inning. Uh, the Phillies had already scored two. They scored one in the fifth, and then they had scored two in that sixth inning where Ronaldo was pulled. Um, but Bummer comes in, super efficient, you know, two outs on one pitch. That, that uh, I'll take that any day of the week. Obviously, pitcher's best friend. Um, and then he goes on and pitch. So that was two-thirds of an inning that he got there. Then he pitched another inning, and Buzz, we were just kind of in awe at these numbers. 15 pitches for Bummer, nine strikes, five outs. That yeah. That is efficiency. Yeah, that was great. I mean, five outs on 15 pitches and getting us out of a jam. I mean, that that's just – there's a reason this guy's sitting at a 1.69 ERA this year. You know, yep. Aaron Bummer, like, yeah, he's has he gotten touched up once or twice here and there? Yeah, it's happened. But he's been a model of consistency all year. You see Bummer quite often. You know, and uh, I, when you go to him, you have to feel confident. And I felt confident when he came in, and that's why I wanted to kind of sh- – you know, shower that praise onto Rick Renteria for knowing 
when to get Raylo out because Raylo was, like I said, he was getting touched up a little bit. He was, it seemed like he was losing it a little bit there and going to Bummer, you know, playing that righty-lefty, you know, bringing in Bummer and, and just really, you know, holding it down. So I just wanted to, you know, shower him with praise there because that was a, just a really good move. And the pitching, you know, throughout the game was pretty good, you know, and then Osage comes in. I mean, he, you know, he got uh, touched up a little bit there, but the offense gave us enough room to make sure that was okay <laughs> that happened so we could still come out with a dub. Yeah, so I think Josh Osich has been susceptible to the long ball as of late. Uh, I was there last Tuesday night when we had the Mets in for the first game of that series and just giving up some bombs. Uh, I think it was Conforto that almost hit the goose in the Goose Island, uh, just hit it that far. Um, and there were two you know, home runs. I don't know if they were back-to-back, but they were definitely in the same inning uh, when Osich was in there. Um, he gives up another long ball to Dickerson, a guy who hasn't really been playing that consistently for Philly. Um, but like you had said, the offense gave us enough padding, so it's not anything that uh, affected you know the game. We were still, we still going to win that game, and we did. 10-5 to 5 ended up being the final. Uh, those last two runs came in that ninth inning for Philly. Um, pretty much out of reach already at that point, though. Um, he was able to lock it down there. Um, I think that's good that you don't have to go to Calme. Um, obviously, I think a lot of the that 15 inning game can tax a lot of the arms. So um, using Bummer very efficiently, and then uh, Marshall did find his inning. Osich, yeah, whatever. I can overlook that blip. Uh, I would just say if you have a high leverage situation, let's see someone else instead of Osage. But it was fine in one like today where we have the cushion um, just because I've seen the long ball in person lately and that I you know, saw it on uh, TV in this ninth inning of this game. Just uh, one thing to look out for for uh, Josh Osage going forward out of the pen. Um, I can't say enough good things about the offense today, though. Uh, how about Ryan Goins? Um, this guy, we'd, we'd kind of run a little bit of joke poll. If you can only have one, Yomer Sanchez or uh, Ryan Goins, obviously they're both going to be around through the end of this year. Um, but we were thinking, you know, just hypothetically, if you can only have one. Um, I mean, Ryan Goins, two for four today, um, an RBI. He got the E open the scoring with that RBI single, only struck out once, uh, scored two runs of his own. Um, I'm satisfied with what I'm seeing from this guy so far, Buzz. I am too, and it's and I was gonna bring that up actually right before you did. So I mean, great minds think alike, right? So Goins, uh, you want to talk about making the best out of an opportunity? That's this right now. That's this right now, and it, it, he's been a pleasure to watch all year. Defensively, he does well. Offensively, I mean, he's he's been great. I know it's been limited at bats. You know, we've talked about that even on last night's show. It's not like he's been up here all year doing this, but. When he was expected to step in, Johnny, he stepped in and he's performed. And it's been a real pleasure to watch the guy. I mean, in, in my opinion, that's my two cents on the matter. I, I I enjoy watching him play. He's been, he's like a, what did Tony say about him last night? He's, he looks like a baseball player. He does. Yeah. Yeah. And that, you know, you can kind of debate what that actually means, but you know, he does and he brings it. Uh, he doesn't have the strongest arm over at third, but hell, you know, he's going to be fundamental on his uh, fielding um, very rarely has a you know mental error, uh, let alone physical errors. I don't think we've seen too many, maybe one or two so far in, since this time. But I think the biggest thing is just a huge upgrade over Jose Rondon. Um, I you know everybody had had enough of this guy. Rondon was hitting in you know what was it the 
very low 200s to yeah, yeah. I think he was in the I think he was 180 at one point. I could be wrong. Yeah. No, I'm pretty sure you're right. I was probably overshooting a little bit. But either way, you know, when you're hanging right around 200 or below, that, that's not going to get the job done. Um, Ryan going so far 288. Um, obviously, pr- production. Uh, that's what matters at the end of the day. Yeah, score runs to win ball games. Uh, sounds simplistic, but you want guys that are bringing in runs and scoring runs. So, um, good good to see that from Ryan Goins. Uh, I was so elated, and even though we were kind of already up at this point, um, the Eloy three run bomb. He needed that to get off the Schneid. Um, I think it's a lot of things can get very mental for him. Um, it's he presses a lot. I think he expects a lot out of himself, even though he does seem like a happy go lucky guy. You don't know what's going on internally. Obviously, he expects to be a great hitter. And when the results aren't there, I feel like he presses a lot and then he ends up not seeing the ball well and he ends up striking out and then it just is a uh, domino effect. You know what I'm saying? Oh, absolutely. And he actually just said something about this post game, Johnny, right here in a quote. Um, he said that when you're struggling, everybody when the team is struggling, everybody tries to do too much. Now, you can pick apart that quote and just say, you know, you're not in the right mind frame. You're trying to play the hero. And it seems like that they've now that they've been a little bit more competitive within this national series. Um, you know, it seems like he rebounds. So, it, it, you know, a good game for him. He needed that for his psyche. You know, I, I truly believe that he needed that for his head. Come on, you know, get that, um, you know, that monkey off your back there and hit a home run like he did. And I think that Eloy will probably start turning a corner here. I mean, he got he got all that slider, too, which was real nice because that was a slider that was thrown to him when he hit the three-run bomb, and he knew it right off the bat. So I'm glad to see that he, you know, he rebounded and, and he's been doing well, you know. It's like when you struggle, everybody tries to do too much, and and that's been exactly what's been going on with the Sox as of late. So it was just, like I said, man, very great series win. Uh, you know, um, in 32 innings for the Nationals, um, I'm sorry, not for the National, for the Phillies. I, I screwed you up on that, but yeah, you starting got off the series with it. <laughs> yeah, you know. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, you so, see Bryce uh, Harper, and you always just think. At least that's how it's. I, I do, I do, I do that all the time. Uh, before the Phillies, um, thirty-two innings played against the White Sox, Johnny, eleven runs, and they entered against a team with a you know since the break with a five point zero zero ERA. You know, with the pitching there for the Sox, so I mean, it's it, it was good to see the Sox keep the runs down, yep. and then you know come out today and do some damage. Yeah, even even in a loss like last night, you know, you kept you kept yourself in it, giving yourself a chance. Um, credit to Ross Detweiler last night because that thing could have spiraled out of control, I believe. Um, we kept it, you know, it was a loss still, but yeah, I think giving up three runs is a more encouraging sign than blowout losses like eleven to one against the um, Twins last weekend and uh, some of these Mets games, four zero, uh, five or six to one. Um, you know, it'll limit that when we had said, I think the sweet spot there is three to four runs allowed and we, we can give ourselves a chance as long as the offense, as long as this is a sign of things to come for the offense buzz. Um, one guy I want to get to really quick um, before we get into uh, the upcoming series at Detroit, uh, Tim Anderson. I know he was only one for five. Uh, he only struck out once though. So that's good. Um, Cause he had struck out three times on Saturday night. I think he had already put it together a little bit with a couple of doubles. I think he had uh, at least one double, I know for sure. And then a couple of other singles. Um, so he's finally felt like he was getting back into seeing the ball better ever since coming off the injured list. The home run is huge though, for someone like him. Uh, he's a very energetic guy and that only multiplies that energy buzz. Oh, absolutely. You know, I mean his, I don't feel Johnny that his swing is fully there since he's returned. 
Um, you know, I think he's still, you know, tweaking, tweaking his game, but you're seeing him start to make more and more contact. You know, I know he did strike out those three times last night, but he hit the ball hard a couple times in the last, in the series. So, mm-hmm. it, you know, maybe that this could be another little bit of a turning point, as we just said for Eloy, for Tim as well, you know, just putting the bat on the ball, making contact, being smart on your plate appearances and going from there. I, I was ecstatic when he hit that homer in the ninth, man. You know, it, it, it just, it's nice to see, like I said, the monkey, come off, the monkey come off your back for two of the guys that we've talked about that we need them to be effective. You know, we need them to, to do yes. something. So it was nice to see in the same game that Eloy and Tim were able to kind of do that. So, Yeah, absolutely. Um, I, I think play of the game for me uh, has to be Larry Garcia Grand Slam. I, I don't oh, know how 100%. anyone can pick against that. Um, I don't know if you had any other honorable mentions. I think that would probably take the cake for you as well. Yeah. Uh, probably Eloy maybe, but. Eloy was great too. And then being happy for Tim, you know, um, I think honestly my, my memorable moment of this game, I, I have to give the credit to, to Aaron bummer. Cause I was yep. getting a little, I was getting a little nervous there, Johnny. I'm not gonna lie to you. You know, it, it won out. I feel like the walls closing in a little. huh? Yeah. I felt like it was closing in. So, I mean, you had one out, it was five to three at the time. You know what I mean? And bummer came in and shut that down. So that was, that, that was good to see. So it's, it's kind of a turning point. Right. Right. So I, I enjoyed that. That was my kind of moment of the game is Aaron Bummer coming in and, and, you know, doing his thing and making sure he kept the White Sox in charge, in the lead, and, you know, slowed down the momentum. So that was a good thing. But, yeah, so if you want to move into tomorrow's game, man, I'm all for it. Let's do it. Uh, that that 10-5 to 5 win at Philadelphia today, that's a series win for the White Sox. That puts the White Sox at 48-61. and 61. And now they are headed to Detroit. Buzz, who are we going to see tomorrow? Uh, we only know one of them. Yeah, we're going to see Lucas. Lucas Giolito will be on the mound tomorrow. He's 11-5 and with a 3.39 ERA, 150 strikeouts. Um, he did have a bounce back in his, uh, in his game against the Mets the other night where he went toe-to-toe with, uh, he went toe-to-toe with DeGrom, right? Yes. Yeah, so he went toe-to-toe with DeGrom. So, uh, you know, he's going to be coming out of, against Detroit and we do not have a Detroit starter yet, Johnny. It's still two to be determined. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and there's, this is a four game series uh, against Detroit buzz. Uh, there's a double header on Tuesday. I believe that is uh makeup yep. from April uh, rain out that was up in Detroit there. So um, a, lot, a lot of baseball coming up this week um, and the White Sox will return home to play Oakland um, afterward, but uh, no, no break in between. This one's going to run. Um, well, I guess no. I guess yeah. There, there is a break if you're getting the two in one day. That's that's bad math on my part there. Um, but you're playing four games though. Uh, it, I feel like that's can be the equivalent of not having an off day there. Oh, I agree with you on that. Hell yeah! I mean, double headers are <laughs> two games in one day. It's eighteen inning, eighteen innings of baseball guaranteed. You know, but uh, hopefully we don't go in extras and burn out our bullpens in in, in these. But yeah, so pick to click for me tomorrow. I'm going to have to go with uh, Tim Anderson. I think he's going to start heating up, Johnny. I think it's going to happen. He's going to start heating up. So I'm going to go TA7 tomorrow. But I, I like it a lot. Uh, we got two of the big bats going today with uh, Timmy and Eloy both going yard. Uh, give me Jose. Uh, let's let's see him. I know he put one out on Friday night, but um, yeah, I think he had one hit today. Uh, yeah, Jose was one for five today. Um, I, I'm going to go. Uh, I'm going to go with Jose. Yeah, get back on track against a foe that he knows very well, uh, no matter who the pitcher is. Uh, I feel like, uh, you know, the, the walls are deep in Detroit, but when Jose gets a hold of one and pulls it, it's going out no matter where you're playing. So Absolutely. The, I'll, I'll roll with Jose. Um, 
yeah, that's my pick to click. All right, so uh, be sure to everybody listening to this that you go to secondcitypicks.com or go follow them on Twitter at Second City Picks, where you can choose the runs of the White Sox-Tigers game. I'm sure tomorrow they'll have that up. Make sure you have that. And then if uh, the tiebreaker is uh, hits for the Sox, correct, Johnny? Usually. Yes. So be sure to go at Second City Picks. You can win a gift card to a fine eating establishment here in the Chicagoland area. That's secondcitypicks.com. And be sure you're going to ontapsportsnet.com for all your Chicago sports literature and podcasting needs. So, uh, yeah, man, that's that's all I got. Let's hope Giolito can go out there tomorrow and be effective. Um, you know, kind of build off of that start versus the Mets that he had and get back to first half form. Absolutely. Uh, I really want to see that. I, uh, you know, I think that was a good step in the right direction against New York back at home. Unfortunately, the offense wasn't able to supplement them too much. Um, but I think Gio knows that he has the stuff. Um, I think that he just needs to harness his command and he will be fine because when the changeup's on, good luck hitting it. <laughs> it's not easy. Um, I'm, I'm predicting the White Sox win, though, Buzz. I won't give my exact ones that I am going to put in at secondcitypicks.com, but I am predicting a White Sox winner to kick off this four-game set at Detroit. Uh, that's all I've got. Let's go White Sox. Let's go, Sox.